Praise the Lord. Praise, praise the Lord. Lord. Praise the Lord. Church of Apostolicity, the Jesus Only Club family, and all of the saints and sinners. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Praise the Lord. Welcome to the Jesus Only Podcast, yes, where amen. Jesus is the only answer. The only answer. Amen. 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 Let us go before the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for another beautiful day, Lord God. We thank, thank you, Lord. O Lord God, for just walking with us today, Lord Jesus, keeping us, Lord God, stayed on you, Lord God, keeping our minds, our thoughts, everything we do, Lord God, helping us to remember, Lord God, hallelujah, we're saved first, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. And everything we do, Lord God, must be pleasing unto you, Lord God. We were put on this earth to please you, Lord yes, Jesus. Lord. Hallelujah. And everything we do, Lord God, hallelujah, we must represent you. And always, Lord God, the way we talk, the way we carry ourselves, Lord mm, Jesus, hallelujah. hallelujah. We just thank you, Lord God. We thank you for those that are going to be listening tonight, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We pray. Oh, Father, that they get something that yes, helps Lord. them, Lord God, in their spiritual walk, Lord Jesus. Helps them, oh, Lord God, to make it from day to day, Father. Yes, Lord. We just want to bless your name, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Get your Bibles. Go to Psalm 127. I'm going to educate everybody tonight. Psalms 127. Y'all know we've been talking about families and children and and um, parenting, you know, I, I I correct a lot of bad teaching of the Bible, and uh, I know sometimes people think I don't know what I'm talking about, but you know, that's okay too. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I use the scriptures to interpret the scriptures, so yeah. I don't interpret nothing. So as always, and I know we've been talking about children and i told y'all we was going to graduate in graduate into marriage mm -hmm. so that's how we're going to start and end tonight is uh we're going to get into marriage um because marriage makes up the family with the children the family and the i'm sorry the marriage husband wife mama daddy makes up the children which makes up the family amen, amen. and we know god loves families Amen. Um, so I, I would love to get some phone calls tonight or texts or emails or questions. And um, I'm, I'm going to always be leery on question, depending on what the question is. So everybody just have to get used to me that because I don't I don't want to go the wrong route. I'm not here about racism. I'm not here about uh, uh, politicians or politics. I'm not here about socialism. I'm here about sin. I'm here about living right, living holy, doing it the Bible way. Amen. Amen. Did you want to say hi? You didn't say hi. I did. You did? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Y'all say praise the Lord to support us. Amen. Praise the Don't Lord, everyone. Don't you look everyone. pretty tonight? Come on, smile. Uh, <laughs> Amen. Psalm 127. Yes. 127. Verse 1. What does it say? Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh up in vain. In vain, it is in vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrow, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. Now, y'all been taught all through history that this scripture, when he say, except the Lord built a house, 
you've been taught that he's really talking about a house, whether it be the house of God or whether it be a house where you live. But what he's really talking about, except the Lord built a family, mm-hmm. it ain't going to work, you know, and, 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 and I know that goes against how y'all have used this scripture. And I'm not going to say that using it in reference to a physical house or the house of God, I'm not going to say it's wrong. That, that's another sermon there. But I want you all to understand when the psalmist wrote this, he's talking about a home, a house. He's talking about a family. He's talking about a family growing up. That's why he goes into the children next. Now, we can talk about that in relationship to getting the right husband and the right wife by way of God. Because if God built the house, and that's why you hear me say all the time, you're going to have enough trouble with the right wife or right husband. You sure don't want the wrong one. Yeah. But if God put it together, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Not, that doesn't mean it's not going to have its bumps and thumps and ups and downs. Don't, don't misunderstand me. Because he goes on to talk about the children being a heritage of the Lord. Meaning that when you get together the way God tell you, he's going to give you children. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a heritage of the Lord. Amen. Because if God built the house, if God put the wife and the husband together, he's going to make sure it get right. He said, now we'll go on early later. He talked about blessed those have a quiver full. I mean, got a lot of them. But prior to that, he talks about uh, uh, as an arrow in the mighty, as arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are the children of the youth. Meaning the house, meaning the husband and wife, you have to make sure you do this right. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult. And it's impossible without God. That's why he said, except the Lord build the house, you build it in vain. Except the Lord protect the city and keep the city, your family is going to be in in their own neighborhood. Let's put it like that for easy understanding. Mm -hmm. You have to live, go, everything, do everything according to God's teaching and guidance. We as I'm going to keep it family. We as family, our parents make decisions based on what we think instead of what God tell us to do. And that God don't build that house, you know, even to the point when some people go out and marry. I'm talking about saved people. You go out and marry people you ain't got no business marrying. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is because God didn't build that house, you know. A lot of people think they can break God's rule and marry someone that's unsaved, Mm -hmm. but they want the results of a saved spouse. Well, how can you get it when your spouse is not saved? So you want things from God, from an unsaved spouse, but God didn't build the city. And if God didn't build the city, if God didn't build um, the house, rather, if God didn't build the house, it's in vain. It's in vain. You're not going to get what you want. You have a tough time getting what you want when both of you are saved Mm -hmm. because you got, remember I told you, you got six people getting married. Mm -hmm. You know, you got two people from two two cultures or walks of life of teaching wanting to come together to combine two ideals into one. Mm -hmm. That's not an easy task. Amen. It take a lot of work and you can't do it without God. And then you got somebody want to live over here. Another person want to live over here, except you live in the city where God wants you to live in. Can I, let me say it like this. 
God is limited on his protection when you don't obey him. Right. Yeah. He is limited. And I when I say he's limited, not that he personally is limited. Mm -hmm. He's limited in what he's going to do because you're not where he wants you to be. Right. Because we can't live somewhere we want to live just because we like the people in the area, the house, the community. We have to live what God tells us to live. We really have to do that, saints and sinners. But I know sinners, you know, and some saints ain't going to listen to me. And that's okay. I'm used to that. Mm -hmm. But if you read this, we have to always remember when a person writes something, they're not writing it and talking all over the place. They have a, 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 a flow. You, you take it when people write poems. That poem is meant to do one or two things throughout the whole uh, uh, poem. And, and poetry is designed to do one thing, to make you see in a different way, a picture, for instance. Mm -hmm. You look at a picture, they'll tell you, what do you see in the picture? Right. But whatever you see, if you see something crazy, that's based on your mind now. It's always what you see in the picture is based on your mind. God doesn't talk crazy. So we say that the, the Bible is the word of God. So if the psalmist started out saying, except the Lord build the house. They labor in vain and build it. If mm -hmm. God is not in your family, if God is not in your house, mm -hmm. if God is not directing you and helping you direct your children, you're going to have a serious problem. You're going to be unhappy all the time. You have to let God direct your thoughts. That's why he tell her, take no thought. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge him. Cast all your cares. Think it not strange the fiery tribe. All that live God themselves suffer persecution. Mm -hmm. See, all of those things are in there because they're saying, if you really let God do it, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And it does get rough. And that's why I think it's Peter that comes back and say that the same stuff we go through our brothers in the world go through the same thing. Yeah. He said, I let it rain on the just and, and the, the unjust. unjust. See, all of those scriptures, and, and, and people have problem serving God because they don't know how to take all of these scriptures and put them together and make a house. It take a lot to be a mama and a daddy and a husband and a wife. You think about it. She's a wife, she's a mama, mm -hmm. she's an auntie, she's a daughter, she's a friend, she's a worker, whatever job title she had. She got to keep all of that in perspective. And then and at the top of all of that, she's a saint. She's a saint, mm -hmm. not a Christian, she's a saint. Mm -hmm. That means everything she does must be perfect. Mm -hmm. Everything she does have to be perfect. Everything she does is required to be perfect. And see, everybody want to walk around, and that's the same for the man. We got all these duties. Now, what people don't like, the husband duties are up here, and the wife duties are here. But he said, y'all need these two together to take care of these children that I'm going to give. That's a heritage. Mm -hmm. That's a heritage. That's why he says it's not good for men to be alone. 
I can't raise no children by myself. Can I raise them? Yeah. But can I do it the way God wanted it done? Because except the Lord build the house, it ain't going to work. Right. It's a lot to being a parent. It's a lot to being a mama and a daddy, a husband and a wife and an auntie and work. And then you throw in the hat, I'm a pastor. Hallelujah. And then she's the first lady, which is like the mama of the church, which means now we got a whole bunch of other children we got to look out for. All of these things, is, and God is saying, except he built the house. I want y'all to get that. It's going to be a struggle in that house. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, it's going to be a struggle without. That's why he said the fiery tries to try you. Think it not strange. Amen. He, uh, uh, what he said all things work together for the good. He yeah. says, so I'm not moving everything. I'm going to teach you how to deal with it different or right. right. So I said earlier, I said, everything that my wife do and I do or any saved person do is required for us to be perfect at it. Now, we have to understand we are perfect. But that's why Jesus said, be ye perfect. That means yes. we have to learn how to do it. Now, how do you know how to be perfect without being taught? And only one person can teach you. Mm. And that's Jesus Christ. Nobody else can teach you. A human cannot teach you to be perfect. Because all of us are striving to perform in a perfect way. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say striving to be perfect because we are perfect. We just have to learn how to perform the duties of a perfect person. It's just like you go out and get married. You married. You're a husband. Mm. That's a wrap. Right. Now, do you know how to be one? Mm. You don't know. So you're learning all your married life how to be a husband. Right. She's learning all her married life how to be a wife. We're learning all of our parental life, our parent life, to be a parent. Yes. Because we got, we got children now, 25, 21, 27, no, 37, 41. We don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing. Right. But except the Lord build the house. Read verse 1. Except, except the, the Lord, Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. If y'all are working to help your children, hallelujah, or to be a husband and to be a wife, you're doing it in vain. Yeah. How many times, honey, you've you've got angry or struggled or gotten, well, I said at angry, mad, or wanted to give up on me mm. because you couldn't get it right and I couldn't get it right. Okay. Many times. But then who did we go to? We have to take it to Jesus. And look, 27 years later, we're still together. We're still taking it to Jesus. We're How many people? Learning. Right. Amen. How many people that went through some struggles we done been through and got a divorce? Mm -hmm. That's true. The Lord didn't build that house. Right. Or they stopped letting God build it. Right. Oh, hallelujah. So y'all ought to be shouting and, and running around in the house now. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Y'all don't let God solve your marital problems. Mm -hmm. I say it again. People don't let God solve their marital problem. Now watch this. All of y'all that got a divorce, what happened with your children and the parents? Mm. It's a mess, ain't it? Because God didn't build that. Right. God didn't build that. When God built it, hallelujah, 
it's going to last. I don't care what nobody tell you. And that's why he said, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that built it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman, except the Lord protect Los Angeles, mm -hmm. these polices can't control. Y'all look at the evil that's going on. I'm, I'm just listening to news, which I normally don't do. Folks getting shot every day, crazy. Right, and right. it ain't gangs no more all the time. Mm -hmm. They finding folks in apartments shot up, don't even know why. People mm -hmm. shooting regular folks in the back of their head. They robbing and stealing cars and they breaking in homes. Mm -hmm. Listen, except God stay in Los Angeles. This city is in for ruin. The reason you have these, these countries in war, they done moved Jesus out the picture. Mm, Jesus. I don't care where you live. Y'all can live in Beverly Hill. If God wants somebody to come over there and rob you, you robbed. Mm, I don't right. care what your color yes. and how much money you got. Except the Lord build the city. It ain't safe. Mm -hmm. It's only safe if God is, is in control. God can only be in control in your city based on you being where he told you to be. Mm -hmm. You got to live what God tell you to live. You have to live on the street that God tell. See, but y'all don't want to, y'all don't want to follow these simple directions because you didn't got it in your head. You know how to choose where your home going to be. Well, you don't know what your street's going to be like in the next five years. Mm -hmm. And then now you got to move again. Well, they street that got bad. Mm -hmm. It did. Because you are not where God wanted you to be. Now, I know you justify it. Well, I know the Lord telling me it's time to move. Mm -hmm. No, you are ready to move because you don't feel safe no more. You don't, you, you don't, listen, hallelujah. I want us to understand if you are considering marrying the wrong person, if God is not, not telling you to marry that person, you need to dump that relationship because he say, I'm going to give you some children. Mm -hmm. Amen. And they are valuable to me. They are heritage and you better make sure uh, well, let me say this part. He said, not only they are heritage, they are a fruit of your womb. Mm -hmm. It's a reward. Right. Oh, glory, hallelujah. God said, I'm giving you a reward for marrying the person I told you to marry, for living where I told you to live. This is your reward. Hallelujah. hallelujah. This fruit. Thank this you, is your Jesus. reward for letting me build the house. I'm going to give you the children I want you to have. Right. Thank you, Lord. And then... Understand this, like an arrow is in your hand, that child is in your hand, and they don't know nothing. They don't know what they're doing or where they're going. Mm -hmm. Watch this. Some of y'all are going to like this. Hang on, let me say this. And then if I give you a bunch of them, that means I'm really rewarding you. <laughs> I value your ability to raise that heritage that I gave you. Is there a question? Yes. Okay. Question is, if your husband defiled the marriage and cheated on you, can you leave him? Here's my question, and I'm gonna wait for your answer. Did God tell you to marry him? It's it's from a it's from a person, but it was anonymous. I don't care who it is, they listening to me. Did God tell you to marry him? Let's wait for the answer. 
Did they answer you? That's it. Here's the answer since you won't answer. If God told you to marry him, you can't leave him. If God didn't tell you, hey, it's up for grabs because you already done married the wrong person. God didn't build the house. The house is crumbling. Mm -hmm. If if God told you to marry the person and they did it, you got this. Hey, you got to suck it up because God knew they was going to do it before you married them. See now, and see, and this is what I'm saying. Watch this. Let's take for instance a physical house. There was one house I really wanted to buy. It was a nice house, but the, the realtor told me she said, "Mr. Portis, something right about this house because it's too good and it's too cheap." And right. everybody seemed to cancel out mm -hmm. when they go to escrow. So we went in the house and we walked and we saw, she saw it first. She said, the foundation is broke. Mm -hmm. She said, don't buy this house. Mm -hmm. She said, the foundation is broke. She said, and I don't know why nobody have figured this out. She said, but the foundation is broke. She said, my recommendation to you is not to buy this house. I know it's ideal. And it was ideal for what I wanted to restore my cars. It had a nice garage they had built in the back where they had built where you could put in four or five cars back there and put in all of the equipment. She said, Mr. Portis, but it's broke. She said, I can see it. It was, it was like, you remember? Mm -hmm. It was like going from one bedroom hallway to another bedroom, but it was, it was tilted just tilted. enough. Right. And she said, don't buy this house. Now, I could have bought that house and listened, not listened to her and came back later mad because I bought this house when the foundation or the earthquake came and really shifted it, that house is no good. Mm -hmm. Everything got to be torn up and start over. What am I saying? You go out and marry a person that God told you not to marry. Don't you come back and blame that on God. Now, if God told you to marry him, then you need to get on your knees and say, Lord, why did you do this? Help me understand. Fix this. Yada, yada, yada. Go to him because he built the house. Yes. Another question. How would you know? Wait a minute. Let me finish that. Yeah. If God built the house, get this. If God built the house, mm -hmm. it's going to be fine. You just got to take it. And God know. Listen, God know how to make you forget something if he wanted to. I don't care who committed adultery. God can do that. And you will never remember it again in your life if he wanted to do that. So don't 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 minimize God's ability based on your ability, because you think you can't forget you ain't God, you ain't God. Just like if you really say God, you didn't give yourself the Holy Ghost. God gave you the Holy Ghost. God told Peter to walk on water. God healed the blind man. God did those things. Amen. So you don't have the power that God has. What's the question? Another question. Uh, how would you know if you are marrying the right person? I guess that means you don't know when God is talking. <laughs> That's my first concern. I have to go back to now. Are you saved? When I say saved, do you have the Holy Ghost? Mm -hmm. Now, let's go two ways with that. Let's say you don't have the Holy Ghost. Quick answer. You won't know. You won't know. That's why you got to let God build the house. Mm -hmm. You got to go get saved first. You got to go get baptized in Jesus name, filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues, find yourself a pastor that God, that God have called and not somebody that went and pointed themselves. You got to make sure you in right standing with God and you will know when God said, you will know it. it you know, I knew because I, 
just know God voice at that point. Actually, from the very beginning of my life, I just didn't know it was God voice. Yeah. So I know when God is saying something to me, but I only know because I got the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. So when you got the Holy Ghost, if you get taught right and live right, you will know. And in now let's go back to, like I say, that's if you're not saved, it's an easy answer. If you are saved, it can be difficult. That's why God said, I'm going to give you pastors according to my heart. Mm -hmm. Now, you may want the person, but if your pastor tell you no, it's a wrap. Mm -hmm. Remember, I said you got to choose a pastor that God called. Mm -hmm. Now you say, well, how do I choose that? Well, now you got to go. If anybody tell you anything that's not biblical, God didn't call them. And if he did, they'd have went off the deep end. Hmm. That, that's all I can tell you. Outside of me looking at them and hearing them preach, that's the best direction I can give you. But see, I, I have to, I have to say it like this. I was a sinner, and God made sure I didn't mess up. Mm -hmm. If you really want to be saved, God will make sure you don't mess up. So supporters was a sinner. God made sure she didn't mess up. All of the people at Church of Apostles listen to pretty much. Yeah. Listen, they know they, they, they ain't messed up. They don't like my preaching, not dislike my preaching, but they don't like the way I say things certain times. Mm -hmm. But they know God sent them there. Right. See, people want to come to church and tell the preacher how to preach to them. That ain't the way it works. You come to church and let the preacher preach to you the way God tell him. Yeah. And y'all want to look for people to preach smooth things smooth to y'all. Y'all don't want to hear the truth. Mm -hmm. Like what I'm saying now. If God don't build a house, the house ain't going to stand. I'm telling you, people have been misinterpreting this scripture, taking out of context, rather. And God wasn't talking about a house physically mm -hmm. or his house. He was talking about a marriage, a family. He was letting you know, if I don't put that family together, that family is going to be chaotic. Right. Still going to be a family, but it's going to be chaotic. Mm -hmm. If y'all go live places where he tell you not to live or didn't tell you to live, you're going to have problems. So when you say, how do you know when God is saying it? First of all, get saved. Second of all, obey your pastor. Because he's got to give an account for you. But see, you got people saying, I don't want no daddy. I don't want no pastor telling me what to do. And y'all going to hell. I tell you, that's straightforward. Because you're breaking all the rules. Except God build the house. Except God build the house. Mm -hmm. If God don't put that family together, brothers and sisters, I'm not going to say you won't keep the family, but it ain't what, what did he say? It's in vain. Mm -hmm. He never said you wasn't going to stay together as a family, right. but you ain't going nowhere. You're going to be fussing and fighting and miserable all the time because you didn't do it God's way. This thing is serious, man. Right. Family is a serious thing. God gave Adam his wife, right? Right. God gave, uh, uh, what's his name? Abraham, yeah. his wife. Yeah. He gave Isaac, his wife, yep. right? He gave Jacob, which he chained to Israel, his wives. Mm -hmm. He gave Moses, his wife. Right. So God stopped giving out wives, huh? He ain't stopped. He gave me my wife. No matter what she put me through, no matter what, I ain't going nowhere. Now, I can't speak for her, but I know I'm where I'm supposed to be because I could get somebody else and it could be a lot worse. That's why God made that law. He said, if a man leave a woman, you can't ever go back to that wife. He said, I'll kill you for that. Mm -hmm. 
because he knew I put y'all together and you dumped it. Kind of like Jacob, when I mean, not Jacob, Esau, when he sold his birthright for a morsel of bread and tried to go back and get it. And the Bible said he cried with strong tears, but God ignored him. Listen, now, if God didn't put you together, and if your husband, wife, whoever committed adultery, if God didn't put you together, hear this clearly. Don't go out and twist my words. If God didn't put you together, and you know that, not you think it, hope it, wish it, want it, you know that God didn't do that. And if they commit adultery, the Bible gives you a way out. Now, but he also recommend you not take it mm -hmm. because he said you will never forgive that person because every time you see them, one year to 10 years, the first thing going to come to your mind is what they did to you. So you haven't forgiven them. So you be careful with that. Now, if you're really thinking something like that, outside of this answer, I would have to talk to you one-on-one. -on -one. And I, I and I don't usually counsel people unless somebody recommend them or they're a member of the church because I don't want nobody coming back talking about they want to sue me because I don't really care. But I don't need the hassle of having to go to court to prove that you didn't follow all my instructions because I don't care about going to court. I don't have time to sit in a courtroom and talk about some 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 crazy ideas because folks didn't want to listen to me. Mm -hmm. That's the only problem I have with going to court because mm -hmm. I go and boldly say, you didn't do what I told you. So don't tell me you listen to me. So um, my my so my point is, you be careful. You be careful with that. Amen. Is there another question? It's kind of the same one, but it's from a different person. Okay. So just how do you know that's the right person for you? Mm -hmm. You can't choose the right person for you. You can't choose the right person for you. Mm -hmm. You can't choose the right person for you. I tried to do that. Couldn't do it. And then God chose my wife for me. You can't choose the right person for you. Stop trying to choose. And especially if you're a woman, don't you even consider choosing. Amen. God doesn't give you no power, no authority, Amen. no thought, no will, no consideration on choosing no husband. Right. You don't have nothing to do but walk around and be a lady until God send you one. Mm -hmm. Period. That ain't open for discussion nor debate. He said, a man that findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor of the Lord. Amen. There's nowhere in the Bible where you see where God had a woman to go find a man. Mm -hmm. Nowhere. Nowhere. It ain't Bible. And women need to stop saying and thinking and letting somebody tell them, go find you a man. My pastor used to always say, he said, honey, just keep your hunting clothes on. <laughs> in other words, look like a lady 24-7. That's all you have to do. Make yourself look like a lady. And y'all wearing these wrong clothes and too much junk in your faces. You ain't looking like a lady to no man. You looking like an easy picking. Mm. I'm telling you why Jesus. men, this is what men think. Y'all women can walk around and talk that nonsense all you want, mm -hmm. but y'all not a man. You ask a real man to be honest, he'll tell you. Mm. You know, but you let a man find you. And I guarantee you, if you live in holy and righteous, a man will find you. Now, I understand you may have to go get an understanding from God 
If God doesn't give you an answer, go to your pastor. Mm -hmm. Go to your pastor and your pastor will let you know. That's why God said he called me in the pastor because only a man can look at a man. He ain't got to have a conversation with him. He can look at a man the way he walk and say, that ain't the right one. <laughs> Y'all just have no idea the power <laughs> we have when it come to spotting out a no good Negro. <laughs> Amen. And I mean that for any race. That's just a term. So we can spot them. We can mm -hmm. see them. We can see their demeanor, their conversation. Amen. If he ain't got a job taking care of himself, I can tell you right now, he ain't the right one. Mm. All right. So if we got someone that says that, okay, um, maybe this wasn't the right, the, the guy that God meant for them. And maybe she wasn't saved and he wasn't saved. But what if... She comes and gets saved and he comes and gets saved. Well, can God turn that around? God will turn it around. Ain't no can. He will. Right. But remember, that's a scripture that tells you the way you're going to win him is living a chaste life. Mm -hmm. That means you got to live saved, honey. Yeah. You got to go home and live saved. Mm -hmm. Or if it's, if it's the man, you got to go home and live saved. Mm -hmm. You can't go home and, and then forget you saved and live like he living. You will never win him. Right. The scriptures are very clear on that. With your chase conversation, you will win him. Mm -hmm. God say, I'm going to make sure you do that because mm -hmm. I'm going to get in the picture because mm -hmm. you're saved and I got to look out for you now. So it will happen. Amen. So when a woman or a man can't get their unsaved spouse saved, mm -hmm. if y'all both was unsaved when you got married, the one that's saved is your fault. Straight up. It's your fault because mm. you're not going home living saved. Right. You're going to church and shout, ah! and then you're coming home and living like the devil. Mm. You ain't going to never Jesus. win them. You ain't going to win them. God will go to the extreme to help you. And I got scripture for it. Mm -hmm. He'll go to the extreme to help you because he know, he know if you live and save and he's not, gosh, I got a double work on this one mm -hmm. because I don't want my child to have to go home to this unsaved person all the time because it's miserable. And he don't want that. He's not going to tear that marriage up. But if the, the, the Bible does say if the unsaving don't want to be there no more, let them go. Mm. Watch this. If they want to leave because they can't live saved, you're not mad. So you don't have nothing to forgive them for, do you? Piece of pie, piece of cake. Excuse me. Easy. Because God, listen, here's the problem. Y'all forget how powerful God really is. Yeah. That's the problem. God is powerful. He spoke light. He spoke clouds, stars. He spoke man in existence from the mud. Right. Matter of fact, it wasn't even mud. It was just powder dirt. And he formed man. How do you form man out of powder? We think we need some water to make some mud. Mm -hmm. God didn't do that. He said it. Let there be light. Hmm. Let there be seeds of his kind, bringing forth herbs of his kind. He just said it. And there it was. Right. He walked on water. He healed the blind. He raised the dead. He was sleep underwater on that boat. Folks don't, folks don't like to preach it, but they say the hinder of the boat was full and Jesus was back there asleep. So if it was full, where was he at? Hmm. He was under the water snoring. 
people don't get it. And here's the problem. We keep trying to make reality match our puny mind. We can't make what God made match our mind. We have to just conform to what he says. Mm -hmm. So except the Lord build the house, if God don't get it, that's why he tell you, saved people don't go marry no unsaved person. Right. Don't do that. Don't do that. And that's why, honey, I am so hard about people ain't got the Holy Ghost in my church until I say you got it. Mm -hmm. Now, y'all can call that whatever you want to call it. I can't afford to have nobody walking around at Church of Apostolicity claiming salvation and they don't have it. That's dangerous. Amen. If you come from another church and claim you got the Holy Ghost, you're not going to do nothing in that church until I know you got the Holy Ghost. Right. I don't care what you say. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm saved. I got saved. That's also a church. Okay, but you still got to sit down before I let you work here. Mm -hmm. Convince me. Let me see you speak in tongues or hear you. Let me see you live right. Let me see you pay tithes and offering. Let me see you come to church when I tell you. Let me see you do what I tell you to do. And you can't become a member of Church of Apostolicity until you tell me first and the sec the congregation second, I'm ready for pastor. I'm ready for you to tell me what to do. Now, you don't have to be saved to be a member, but I don't care about your age. Right. I don't care about if I saw you preaching somewhere else. That ain't convincing enough for me. I done seen too many people that's preaching and other places speaking in tongue going, bah, 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 bah. that ain't no Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. So you can't come to my church and tell me you say talking like that. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I won't allow it. And you can, you listen, you don't have to stay here. Go somewhere else. What am I saying? Salvation is such a serious, I don't like calling it a thing, but it's a serious responsibility. Yes, it is. Very serious. And I think we take it too light. And that's why we get a lot of problems and we get a lot of issues and we mm -hmm. get a lot of mess ups, you know, because people don't take it serious. Listen, don't y'all know when the rapture come, we get out of here. Amen. We get out of here. We ain't coming back here until this world has been revamped mm -hmm. and it's going to be a whole different thing. And we won't be thinking the way we thinking now. Everything is going to be different. Hallelujah. So any more questions? Okay. No. How do you get the connection back with your spouse after infidelity in your marriage? That's a million dollar question. <laughs> I got the answer for you, though. Okay. Are you ready for this? Now you sit down, you listen to me. Okay, let's say I'm going I'm I'm to put the man on the spot. Let's say the man committed the adultery. The woman is hurting. The first thing the man and the woman, the, I'm going to say the husband and the wife have to realize, mm -hmm. you took a glass vase and you broke it. Mm -hmm. It's shattered. Right. Now, you can put the big pieces back together with some glue. Mm -hmm. In other words, you can say, okay, honey, we're going to work it out. That's your glue. But them fine pieces, you can't find them. They're, they're, they're invisible. Mm -hmm. That's the piece that holds the marriage together, which is trust. Mm -hmm. You can't put the trust 
back into that vase. You can't put the trust back. Now, so now you got a relationship that y'all intellectually say you're going to make it work, but you don't have the trust that's required to make it work. So think of it like this. So you got a, uh, 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 the wife is in a hole. There's never enough I'm sorry to make her feel better. There isn't enough because mm -hmm. she don't believe you. Mm -hmm. She trusted you and you broke all of that trust. So you can tell her anything. She don't believe it. And the only way you're going to help her to get out of that hole, you can't reach down there and pull her out. You got to go in the hole with her. Mm -hmm. That means you got to deal with all of her miserable moments with her mm -hmm. because she's going to think some crazy things now. She's fighting demons that she never had to fight before. Because every time you say, I'm going to the store, she don't trust you. Every time you say you're working late, she don't trust you. Mm -hmm. And she know, uh, I'm losing my mind. He telling the truth this time. And then the mind say, no, you're not. Them demons, she's fighting them. She didn't have to fight this before. So when everything you tell her, she's questioning it now. She don't believe, she don't believe nothing you say. Nothing. So they have to come to a point. She, meaning it, the one that was uh, committed adultery, she has to come to a point to stop fighting demons. Mm -hmm. What you did, this is what you did, husband. You brought another woman into your marriage that's going to be there for years. What do you mean by that? She's going to always be thinking, are you thinking about her? Are you thinking about her? Now, she knows sometimes that's crazy. But the thought is still there and she got to fight it mm -hmm. because if she said it to you every time she thought it, you'll get an attitude. Mm -hmm. So now you got to get in that hole with her and know when she's feeling it, when she's sitting alone, don't want to talk or everything is OK. Don't seem like it's OK. It's on her mind. You don't walk over and say, baby, I'm sorry. You don't say that because she don't believe it. That's a waste of energy. Mm -hmm. Just walk over and be loving. Mm -hmm. Be loving. If it ain't nothing, holding her hand or say, you know, come on, let's go get some ice cream. Do something. Don't don't ask her. Is she thinking about it? Because she don't want to tell you, yeah, I'm thinking about it because I think you was on the phone talking to her yesterday. And you're going like, well, when was I on the phone? It doesn't matter. She saw something that made her go back. And what happened that that person is in your marriage now. In there. And ain't nothing you can do about it because you brought the person in the marriage. Mm -hmm. So how do you forgive them? That takes work. That takes Jesus. If Jesus built the house, mm -hmm. hear what I'm saying? If Jesus built the house, yes. it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Now, I can't tell you when and when the, when the glue going to come back. I can't tell you that. I personally believe it never comes back. The person just accepts. Because they love you. Mm -hmm. So husband, she's accepting because she loves you. But don't ever give her a reason to question you a second time. Because if she questions you a second time, it's a wrap. Mm -hmm. Because remember, she ain't got over the first one. Mm -hmm. 10 years, she ain't got over it. 20 years, she ain't got over it. <laughs> she just accepting it because she loves you. Mm -hmm. She's believing you. She's working at believing you. She's working hard to believe you. She's working to believe you even when she don't believe you because she don't want to seem crazy. And if you check the history, a lot of people have lost their mind behind somebody committing adultery. A lot of people, because it's a, it's a fight. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Oh, hallelujah. It's yes, a fight. Yes. It's a fight. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know how bad they fighting, because see a lot of, see, here's another thing. The person that committed adultery forgot about it. They forgot. They really did. Mm -hmm. But the person that it was done to never forget about it. They are working to forget about it all the time. So how do you make wow. that work? You got to trust Jesus. You got to call on Jesus. You got to depend on Jesus. You got to pray. You got to work on fighting them demons that you never had to fight before. And it's, 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 it's a job. Wow. <laughs> I'm here. To, wow. Listen, it's a job. But that's the, what the scriptures teach you. Mm -hmm. But God say you can do all things through Christ, which it strengthens me. Yes, sir. Yeah, they, they all, they, this is the same person. They wanted you to answer um, if the wife committed adultery. It's the same concept. Just switch it. Mm -hmm. Just switch it. It's just a lot of times they always say I'm picking on the wives. So just switch it. So if the husband is in that pit, wife, you got to go in that pit. Mm -hmm. You can't pull him up. You can't talk him up. You can't sex him up. You can't gift him up. You got to go down in there and help him up. Y'all going to come up out together. Right. You're going to come out together. Yes. And it takes work to come out. Mm -hmm. And don't say, well, you ought to be over it. That's the worst thing to say. <laughs> don't say that. Amen. You, they on the verge of leaving you every day. Mm. <laughs> every day. Every day they're on the verge of leaving and they fighting not to leave you. And you go to making comment like they supposed to be over it. Yeah, that's right. They, they ain't over it. Mm -hmm. They working to get over it. They working hard to get over it. And the last thing they need is for you to give them any indication that you're doing it or thinking, oh, it ought to, you ought to be over it by now. Well, they ain't over it. Yeah. You shouldn't have never done it either. Mm -hmm. And we wouldn't be having this conversation. So don't act like I did something wrong because you've done stuff wrong. Well, I could have went out with another woman or another man mm -hmm. in the woman case. So don't act like I couldn't have done what you did, but I chose not to. Right. Is, is that okay? Or did they add any other thing to it? Just, just reverse the roles, what I explained. Just reverse it. It's applicable whether it's the man or the woman. You still got to do the same thing. Right. Remember they fight? Always remember this. They are always fighting demons that they never had to fight before. I call them demons because they're fighting crazy thoughts in their mm -hmm. head. Right. Now, i tell you this. Don't ever, excuse me, do not ask for details about the relationship. Because you're already putting pieces together. You done already built the puzzle. Mm -hmm. You're trying to match them last little dots. That's okay. Let them stay gone. That, that just make the, the one that was done too, it make you more crazy. Mm. Because you, let's say the person said, well, when I went to Starbucks, we used to meet there. You can't go to Starbucks no more. True. Because every time you go, it's going to come in their mind. Now, you really love Starbucks though. You ain't thinking about that because you're really going to Starbucks this time. In their mind, you meeting up with them. And, and let me say this. Another thing that the person does that it was done to when they really, I don't know, it depends on the personality. After a while, they get to the point if the person that did it don't treat them the way they want to be treated, they don't care no more. But they haven't forgot either. 
Somebody say, well, you ain't forgave. Well, hey, God know that the person ain't working to hold it against them either. Mm -hmm. But they get to the point, they just go numb. What make the person go numb is the one that did it don't show enough remorse. And I don't mean say remorse because anybody can say I'm sorry, but they don't show remorse. You say, how do you show it? We don't know. She don't know. He don't know. Nobody knows. Mm -hmm. You understand? I, I can't tell you because it depends on the individual, depends on the person that did it, personality, depends on the person that was done to personality. It's a lot of factors in that. But after you're married so long, I like to think that the person on both sides should know sometime. And I can't, you know, you know, I, I can't, I can't, and I'm sure if I keep searching the scriptures, I probably could, you know, but as of this moment, I can't point a scripture to you to help you to feel when the other person is showing remorse. I just know any time to forgive, it takes work. Mm -hmm. Anytime you betray trust, it's hard to get that back. Y'all think about that even in any relationship. When you mm -hmm. lost trust in the person, what happened? Mm -hmm. Kind of like left them alone. It's like, hey, I don't trust you no more. Right. But if you're married, you found, oh, Lord, I got to trust them again. So you got to jump in here. Amen. Amen. Do they have anything else? So, I, but watch this. If God puts you together now. Mm-hmm. That's all I can tell you. If God puts you together, it will be okay. Mm -hmm. You may hurt. It may hurt for a long time, but God, hey, God said, I won't put more on you can handle. Right. You got to hold on to that scripture. Mm -hmm. All things are for your good. Somebody said, well, how's adultery for my good? You have to talk to Jesus based on you. Mm -hmm. Somewhere down the line, it's for your good. Because right. otherwise, the scriptures are a lie. But if God built the house, mm -hmm. if God put you together, he said, you're going to be okay. Amen. If God don't do it, it's in vain. See, and, and, and this is, well, I got 10. This is the thing about God. God is all about getting us to heaven. Mm -hmm. That's his main goal. Nothing else matters. He's all about getting us to heaven. The person, that's, I'm going to just say God put y'all together. So God puts y'all together. Well, God know it takes stuff like that to make you live right because you don't like to forgive. Mm -hmm. You struggle to forgive. Mm -hmm. So God puts you in the best vice grip to make you forgive so you can make it to heaven because you, unforgiving sin is dangerous. Mm. Now, nah? then you say, well, they had to take my spouse to make you said him or her, whichever, her, right? Mm -hmm. Make her go out and be a whore. Well, she liked being a whore. And God had to convince her that she's still a whore. So God killed two birds with one stone. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm, I'm just throwing a thought out there. It could be other things. But I'm just showing you because a lot of people don't like to admit what they are or what they're not doing right. Mm -hmm. So God said... And I see somebody say, I can hear somebody saying, well, that ain't right. Well, I got a scripture that said, God said, I try your reins. When you claim you got it right, yes. God said, I try your reins. Now I'm going to show you, I'm going to put you in a vice script and see how you do. Mm -hmm. Since you claim. Now, why can't you forgive them? God said, y'all commit adultery on me all the time spiritually. Right. And I forgive y'all. So mm -hmm. don't you be careful 
I tell people, you be careful debating with me because mm -hmm. I know how to show you scripture that'll cut you up. You know, because there's scriptures in there to validate things. Otherwise, I wouldn't tell you. So now, instead of you hanging so much strength on what the person did, why can't you forgive them? God say, I forgave you. And if you forgive not men, they trespasses, neither will your heavenly father forgive you yours. So you be careful with that. Amen. So now you got to figure out or believe that it is for your good. Because hmm. that next person you go get when you leave that one might be your doom. Hmm. Might be your doom. Just might be your doom. Mm -hmm. You might be the only person to keep the one that committed adultery to keep them straight to get to heaven. See, I can throw all type of possibilities out there. Right. Because God, watch this, because God says it's for your good. Mm -hmm. So now you have to find out which one of these works to make you stay saved because that's all God is concerned about. Thank you, Jesus. See, committing adultery don't mean really much to God. Getting to heaven is what mean. You stealing, you being lazy. All of that is for him to tell you to stop sinning. Mm -hmm. Somebody, y'all know my car, he's got on the hood and say, stop sinning. This guy saw my car today. He like, whoa. Like, <laughs> it made him realize I sin. <laughs> he started laughing. I looked at him. We just like, like, yeah, man, when you read that, it makes you jump because you realize, mm -hmm. oh, I got it. I need to put this cigarette down. Folks know they ain't sin. Amen. They know they ain't sin. They know when they're doing stuff wrong. But nobody tells them, so they're not conscious of it. Mm -hmm. So they get, because everybody around them in sin. So who's there? Nobody to tell them. Amen. Amen. Right, one more question. That's fine. Um, I knew when we talk about marriage, oh, yeah, yeah. and especially when you get into divorce and infidelity, man, because there's so much going on out there. Person says, does marriage, <coughs> does marriage get hard? Marriage get hard from the moment you say as I do. As soon as you say I do, it gets hard. <laughs> but now <laughs> I'll let you talk yeah, on it. Get hard. I mean, even as soon as you say uh that your vows that you're gonna obey, <laughs> mm -hmm. you're gonna obey that spouse. That's when it starts getting hard because. Uh I mean, he's the head, and so he's going to push. He's going to push the, the button to say that, hey, I'm the head. He's going to, you know, let you know that I'm the head and, you know, what I say goes in a sense. But not in a sense where, you know, they're always beating you upside the head. But, you know, he's just going to allow you to see that, to, to reinforce the fact that he's the head. So I think as soon as you say uh, that, yes, I will obey, amen, um, and get those vows completed, then it starts. Amen. They say like, you know, the honeymoon is over. Once the honeymoon is over, then the real world sets in. Amen. And, you know, I was going to say something on what you were saying about the um, infidelity. You know, it's, it's probably too an opportunity for the couples to get to know one another better anyway. I mean, um, you know, they get to know each other. They get to know, uh, they get to uh, date each other all over again. They get to really get to know one another and know what one likes and one dislikes. And, you know, it's an opportunity to, for you to explore each other in that sense, to find out likes and dislikes. Amen. What are you laughing at, Oda? What's no, somebody laughing at? Because the person who asked, does marriage get hard? They put on here, 
Y'all scaring me with an LOL. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. And that's why I, I'm going to say something. But it's not hard to the sense that, yeah, you're going to be biting your nails. No, we're just saying it gets harder because now you have a commitment. You're trying to become one. You know, so that's why we're saying it gets hard. Good hard. You have your likes and dislikes and he has his likes and dislikes. Amen. And so the two of you are trying to come together now. You know, so... You're not going to see eye to eye on everything. Amen. You're going to find out just how much the two of you are really different. Mm-hmm. You know, where you thought you guys had so much in common when you were dating. But you know how they say you never know a person until you actually live with them. Amen. You now things just come out. That's all. And, and remember this. Six people. Mm-hmm. Who you are. Who you portray to be. And who your spouse perceive you to be. Amen. Y'all got to get down to one and one. And then that one got to, them two got to become one. Mm-hmm. You see? So when I say hard, when we say hard, we're not talking about in the negative sense. We're mm-hmm. talking about in the positive sense. Because you have to work at it. Right. You are not used to letting somebody tell you what to do with your money. Mm-hmm. She get to tell us and I get to tell us. But at the end of the day, I control us. And notice I say us because we are one. So I don't just spend my money the way I want because it's mine and nor can she do hers. I remember a friend of mine and I'm not going to call her name. They, she got married and they got married like maybe two, three months before we did. And we saw each other about nine months later. And she asked me, she said, Brother John, she said, what's the hardest part about being married? I said, telling my wife when I got to spend money. She said, oh, man, that's the hardest thing for me. That's the hard. Because we went spend money. Mm-hmm. So I tell married couples, you need three accounts. You need one that y'all keep for saving. She need hers. I need mine. But we'll sign on both of them. Because mm-hmm. you're not used to it until you stay married at a certain point in time. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can. Because you be bouncing checks. Yes. Because you think, oh, I got paid. I need $500 to go pay my car note. And then next thing you know she or he done took out something and then you get something that well you didn't tell me you well you didn't tell me you would take it that's marriage because you never had to do this before right. so all married couples y'all get your two working accounts where you can waste your money account mm-hmm. that's what i call it mm-hmm. but y'all assign on both accounts right. but you know that's hers that's his mm-hmm. then you got one that you work out of where everybody reports to each other when you touch that account. Mm-hmm. This one over here, you ain't got a report because this is your wham, as we call it, your walking around money. You know, That's the way you have to do it. You stay out of trouble, couples. So when I say, again, when we say it's hard, it's not hard in the negative sense. Mm-hmm. It's hard because there's a lot of more, a lot more responsibilities and things that you never had to think about. Now you got to be conscious of yeah. all of these different right. you procedures, be maneuvers, one another now. respectful. It's right. a lot. You just can't do things on your own just because that's what you want to do. You got to be respectful of one another. Like yeah. you'll go to the store. Oh, I'm going to the store, buy me some potato chips and a Coca-Cola. Then you come home. Oh, man. And then your wife say, you didn't buy me nothing? Oh, baby, I didn't think about it. You'll never think about me. You didn't think about me. You say you love me, but you didn't even but think about me. But you used to me. buy yourself a bag of potato chip and a soda. And no, you didn't think about it, but it was not maliciously. It's just you didn't think about it. So you say you love me. Listen, you Remember, go to the- y'all, Jesus is. 
He's out of time. We're out of time. All right. God bless you. God bless you. Have a great evening. We'll talk to you next week. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. Do you have questions about the Bible or questions that are unanswered? Would you like to know more about Jesus? The Jesus Only Club podcast is the place to get all of your questions answered. Join us every Tuesday at 7 p.m. for the Jesus Only Club podcast, where Jesus is the only answer.